1: Radio.com Sports presents Big Time Baseball with MLB insider John Heyman and former major leaguer Tony Gwynn Jr. All right, welcome back to Big Time Baseball with Tony Gwynn Jr., John Heyman. We've got Bob Nightingale coming up next. Bob Nightingale, as you guys all know, is one of the best baseball reporters out there. I consider him... One of the main competition, maybe four or five guys. He's in that mix. Uh, Bob's been at the LA times and many other places, but he's been at USA today. A long time. How long have you been at USA today, Bob? That's your first question. That's an easy question. We'll start with that.
0: Yeah. 1998. So I'll go back, wow. so, I'll go back so far. I knew, uh, I, I call him Anthony cause that's what his dad called him when Anthony was running around as a toddler. So that's how far back I go. <laughs>
1: wow. Wow. Yeah, 1998. I was uh, yeah, I was in junior high school, too. Now I'm lying. I, I'm older than you, Bob. So anyway, uh, it's great to have you, Bob, and uh, let's get going. I will ask you the first question. I mean, obviously, I've got to start with the, the, what's going on with the Marlins. I mean, what is your take on this? Could baseball have done something different? It seems to me like that 119-page rules manual is comprehensive, but I mean, did the players not follow it? Do we have any way to know whether it, it was Miami that did it whether it was Georgia that did it the travel what what did it and what do you think baseball can and will do about it at
0: this point well I think the, you know the, the players were so good and the coaching his staff and spring training I mean with the uh, what 0.5 percent positive tests so very encouraging but the big test is going to be okay what happens when these guys start to travel what's gonna happen this first seven to ten days and we found out I, I believe Happened in Atlanta, uh, John. Uh, whether and hey, not social distance on the bench, or the guys go out. Uh, you know, I'm hearing both ways. That uh, a couple of young guys went out, then boom, you know, came back and it spread uh, spread wildly. So I think baseball is going to kind of double down and tell these guys, hey, you cannot go out. You know, we made that clear. One team, as the Marlins are doing it, can ruin for absolutely everybody. So, uh I think going to stiffen up protocols too just on flights, better mask, that type of thing. So, you know, I was in Chicago over the weekend, you know, I saw a few people I shouldn't have seen, I, I shouldn't have seen away from the ballpark. So, I think just got to kind of reinforce that hey, one team, one player can bring down the whole sport. Yeah,
2: there's no doubt about it. Obviously, sports is is a microcosm of what we got going on in the world. So, it's not a surprise that guys are going to feel differently about how serious this 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 disease is and, and so I asked you this uh, Bob do you, what are the chances you do you think the MLB gets through this entire season
0: you know I, I think this whole this first week N uh, is huge I think if they get past this first week or 10 days, I think they're gonna be able to do this but it's a, uh, a reminder that hey if, if one team does this, and, you know, a couple of letters, others go down too, hey, the season's over, at least suspended for a while. You also got to wonder as well, and this happened to the Miami Marlins, if this happened to the Yankees or Red Sox or Dodgers, Cubs, yeah. Yeah, it might have been a story. You know, obviously the Marlins aren't supposed to be competitive this year. They're, they're certainly a small market club. But I think people would be going ballistic if this happened. The Yankees were the ones that had, uh, you know, What 15 positive tests by their players,
1: Bob? You mentioned uh, that we hopefully get through this and play the full season. I mean, you know, hate to put odds on something as serious as this, but I think we've all been thinking about it. What What do you think the chances are that we are able to get through the 60 games and the expanded playoffs and have the full season, have a champion, crown that champion? And call it a season, and and if they do that, would would you consider that champion a true champion, or is that an asterisk champion?
0: Yeah, I was 100% convinced I'd start this season. I'm so convinced, I still believe we'll get through it. Although you know, not as certain as I was before all these positive tests. Jimmy, uh, you know, thankfully no no Phillies players tested positive. That's very encouraging, you know, so far. Uh, I, and I think John, whoever wins a World Series, is going to be remembered forever. You know, talking to different managers and GMs, they'll tell you that winning the World Series this year maybe mean more than any other year.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I had to go through, uh, you know, with the uh, you know going to spring training, stopping, not knowing if you're going to start up again, you know, being tested every other day and being so cautious. I think th- I think they'll be a true champion. I just hope that the, whoever wins the World Series isn't just a byproduct of okay, those guys had the. Uh, Fewest players test positive, fewer players, you know, uh, get hurt. Uh, we're already seeing a rash of pitching injuries, which is a shame.
1: Yeah, I, Kluber has uh, been one of the best pitchers in baseball there for three or four years, and uh, it's very unfortunate what happened to him. I, I think he's had an elbow issue in his career, and he probably was compensating. And I think you're right. It's It looks like a tough situation where they're just hoping that he can come back to the bullpen. Uh, I mean, they, they obviously are quite concerned about him. Uh, you know, to go from it, I don't think this is very uplifting, but the uh, injury back to back to illness for a second. But I had to ask you this, uh, Bob. Um, first of all, uh, do you think there's a different something different they can do? I mean, I, you, I'm sure you read that 113, 119 page owners. I mean, operations manual that like I did. And, uh, you know, uh, testing every other day. Uh, is there something else they could do? Can they test every day? Would that be something to do? I know they're doing that now with the Marlins and the Phillies had back-to-back days with tests. Uh, you mentioned uh, staying away would be good. And the other thing I definitely want to ask you about, because I know that you, you lived in Phoenix a lot. Uh, what, what did you Would that bubble situation have actually worked? I mean, I saw it was 108 degrees uh, and there's only one indoor yeah. field that they can play at. In in Phoenix, so I, uh, you know, it, it might have been. You might say heat is better than a pandemic, but I mean, uh, that sounds like it's pretty uncomfortable playing. I don't know. Uh, you know. A lot of people are second guessing baseball for traveling, but uh you know, considering how big the traveling parties are, could they all play at Chase Field or play in that 108 degree heat somewhere? What do you think about that, Bob?
0: No, John. There was no way the bubble yeah. was going to work. I mean, yeah. first, I didn't want to do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, they, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, they didn't want to do it anyway. But if, their families all season but yeah hey i live in the phoenix hey, 108 degrees right now is a usually like more 115 118 You're right, <laughs> there's only one indoor ballpark uh you know players are going to go out there and it's a hot spot right now as hot as the spot as there is in in uh, baseball i mean uh, in the country i'm not talking about you know just temperature wise but the covid cases uh I'll tell you what memorial day weekend hit Everybody in California was shut down. So, guess where everybody came from uh, California that Memorial Day weekend? It was Scottsdale. And that place was like Mardi Gras. <laughs> they let their, it, it hit them hard. So, no, the bubble would not have worked. With the cases, even with the uh, contract dispute between MLB and the union, I'm not sure they could have started earlier anyway. But it certainly would not have worked in the bubble. There, there's uh, no, no, no chance of that, no chance.
2: Bob, uh, obviously down here in San Diego, uh, the Padres got off, got out the gates very well. Got some strong starting pitching. Their 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 lineup has been fluid throughout these first four games, getting on base, really, really grinding out at bats. Well, what's been your take on the on the Padres so far?
0: Yeah, an impressive weekend. You know, beating up in the Diamondbacks. So I thought Diamondbacks were the second best team in that division. We'll see what happens. You know, a lot of before this uh sworn season started everybody started jumping on you know the Pottery's bandwagon the Reds the white sox I think the teams that survive this are the veteran teams the guys have been together and stuff I just worry about you know the Padre's youth uh, I like teams like the you know the Cubs those guys have you know been around uh, even the Giants to a degree I mean a lot of those guys have won two World Series together uh, but you know certainly the Cubs have been in the playoffs a lot I just worry, you know, about the makeup and, and gel and everything else. I I think it, you know, I think the Padres' turn is a year from now, same as the White Sox. I think it's just too hard for a youthful team and team just to have so many newcomers like the Reds to put it together so quickly.
1: Yeah, I think you you make a good point about the Cubs. They're the one team that's had no COVID positives. Uh, hard to believe the Marlins, fifteen COVID positives in a three-day period. Cubs, none for the entire time. Uh, they've been back at camp and in the season. Incredible job. I, I want to turn to another uh, veteran team, and and that's the Dodgers. Uh, they obviously lost a lot of pitchers. We all like the Dodgers on paper. We all think they're a fantastic team. They lost Ryu. They lost Maeda. They lost Hill. Uh, Price opted out. Kershaw's got a back thing uh, again. And they have a, a back end of the bullpen that's very, very talented and hard throwing, but uh, none of them had a good year last year. Speaking of Kelly and Trinan, and Jansen. Uh, what do you think about the Dodgers overall? I mean, everybody's looking at them as a powerhouse. I- I'm seeing a couple of flaws now.
0: Yeah, and I still uh, love the Dodgers. Uh, I know you pick them every year, John, but this is the first time I picked the Dodgers. Yes, <laughs> I,
1: do. <laughs> I pick them every year, and I haven't been right so in uh, about three decades, over three decades. So I finally,
0: I finally picked them. I, I love them, you know, 162-game season because of all their depth. Uh, short season, you know, I still like them. I'll, I still picked them to win it all, but uh, but I agree, there are some flaws in there. I think it was a huge hit losing David Price. He was actually going to be my surprise pick for he wasn't the Cy Young Award. I thought he'd come in with a chip on his shoulder, showing the Red Sox made a mistake by dumping him and even paying half his salary. And now without him, uh, you know, obviously with Kershaw's injury, we'll see. But still, such a uh, talented group. And you know, I think they can overcome it. Uh, you know, and I think they made a the big statement when you uh, – start the season without Gavin Lux, it's like, hey, you better prove you're ready for this job. We're not going to just hand out things to you. We want you to earn it. So I, I do believe they have the right mix in there. And, you know, a lot of those guys are veterans. You know, they've been around for uh, this great run they've had. So that's that's why I, I still like these guys.
2: Let's move to the American League East, Bob. What do you think about the Rays? Obviously, the Yankees are the team that I think everybody focuses on and thinks will win that division. But uh, the Rays, they're a team that – came out and didn't really come out of nowhere. They had a good year last year, looking to build on it again this year. You think they can score enough runs to consistently make the AL East an actual race?
0: No, I do. Uh, Anthony, I do. I mean, they, uh, I thought they had a real chance to win the division. It was a season two game season. I don't like their chances as much now in the short run. Uh, but yeah still a very good team. I didn't like the Tommy Pham trade. I thought they'd uh, be better off with him and Pham. I think it was a great great acquisition for the Padres to I get Pham. It. The Padres loved it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he brings that fire, you know, that uh, demeanor and stuff and that attitude in a in a clubhouse which is important. So Rays still make the playoffs. Uh, but I still I still think that you know the Yankees win the East. I just think they're too good, too deep even though the Rays Yeah, they're going to be good for a a long time.
1: They're not going away. You know, I'm with you on on FAM, uh, Bob, and uh, Tony. We all all agree on FAM. I didn't quite get that trade. Uh, um, You know, uh, I I think he's a terrific leadoff hitter. Renfro has hit a couple home runs for the Rays. He's got talent too, but uh, I'm with you on FAM, and I'm also with you on calling Tony Gwynn Jr. Anthony. I like that too, so good job, Bob. Uh, I think I might do that from now on. Um staying with the American League, uh, I declare the A's the favorite now. Of course, I'm a, a Fairweather fan, and I see Verlander's injury. Uh, you know, and Houston's pitching staff ain't what it used to be without Cole and Verlander. And, you know, we both love Dusty. Uh, he was our first guest on the Big Time uh, Baseball podcast. Uh, but he's going to have a tough job, I think, beating the A's this year with that depth. What do you think, Bob?
0: No, I agree with you, John. You know, the A's, uh, before the whole... All- pandemic started where my uh, pick to be in the world series i had dodgers over the a's, a little you know, rematch of 1988 and, nice. I, and I, I stuck with them i'm not crazy about them because you know of the youth but i still uh, think this is a powerful team so i think the a's you yeah, know are the classic division i saw the a's down the stretch a, a decent amount and they weren't scared of the astros at all and this is when they had you know berliner and garrett cole so i, I like the youth i like the uh the, the depth they have. You know, I'm looking, uh, I'm in Houston right now and I didn't realize this until yesterday. But, the Astros have eight rookies in their bullpen. I mean, i never heard of that in my life. You know, let alone, you know I alone a 30-man roster, but still. But yeah, there's so many question marks and how many guys you can really count on. Uh, uh, very thin rotation. So, I, I do. I mean, I like the Astros to make the playoffs, but, but I, I love the A's to win the division.
2: Well, Bob said you've already gave us half. Well, it sounds like you got the Dodgers and A's in the
0: World Series. Who's your World Series winner? I got the Dodgers. So, yeah, I mean, I remember 1988 when I I think I picked the uh, A's to win four. A's lose that first one, the Gibson home run. Okay, A's and five, A's and six. I could not believe the A's did not (laughs) go that But I'm going to the Dodgers. uh, I just think they're such a powerful team. I would have liked him better with, with a David Price. But still, you know, the, uh, uh, you know, Mookie Betts, for Mookie Betts to have that team meeting on the first full squad day when he hadn't even met everybody yet, I love that attitude and stuff like that. You know, a guy like Justin Turner, I just think, you know, they know this is the time. they got to uh, do it now. I mean, that, I never thought in my life anybody would have a, a run like the Atlanta Braves with 14 straight division titles. But right. I think the Dodgers could be that team too.
1: Yeah, I, no surprise here. I picked the Dodgers for the 32nd year in a row, uh, Bob. So uh, I'm with you on that. I, you know, I feel like I'm due. I don't know whether I'm jinxing them. I'm not really sure what's going on there. But as you know, my predictions are very poor. Uh, and I get another thing I get wrong every year is the NL East. Uh, I never – pick the right team there's always uh, three or four teams that look about the same to me and I, I always pick the wrong one uh what, we, what how would you sort out the NL East this year we've already had a few opt-outs we've had some injuries we've had all sorts of stuff going on there um and a surprise DFA uh from one of the favorites uh who, who are you picking there
0: yeah the NL East the NL Central I think those are the two most compelling division races by far uh I went with the Mets John I I veteran pitching staff uh i like seeing you know sespedes uh, like the veterans they have of course you know alonzo and everything else i mean everybody's got flaws there uh wasn't crazy about atlanta but i wasn't crazy about atlanta last year either i think philadelphia still has a, a little too much uh to overcome the nationals you know i didn't like them at all coming in because i just stopped in having world series hangover on that pitching staff they have fresh arms. So they they just still be a, a, a force. I want the Mets to finally make the playoffs again.
1: All right, Bob, thank you very much. It's been a real pleasure. As I said, Bob Nightingale, uh, one of the best baseball writers going covered the negotiations uh, like almost nobody else and uh, does a terrific job all around baseball. It's hard to keep up with you. I didn't realize you're back in Phoenix. You've been in St. Louis, Minnesota. Uh, I think you're in the Bay area for a while, but uh Uh, Good job, Bob. It's always a pleasure to have you. Uh, It's been a great episode of uh, Big Time Baseball, and it's great to be back. Tony Gwynn, Jr., thank you so much. Once again, uh, you're a terrific partner, and I just love the fact that we're talking about baseball. I apologize that we talked about COVID and injuries a bit, but uh, it's great to hear uh, some great baseball talk once again.
0: My pleasure. Thank you, guys